0: welcome to people of Hope a conversation on finding joy in all things with the pastoral staff of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center in Atlanta Georgia this short form episode shares only the introductory remarks for our topic this week for the full conversation check this podcast feed or visit ignatiushouse.org people of hope let's begin Our topic this evening is finding joy in the healing of the spirit. All of us need healing in some, some capacity. Perhaps the pandemic has uncovered unaddressed wounds in your life. Many have sought therapy and spiritual direction as a path to healing. Consider those things in your life that need healing. What role does God's spirit have in that? Perhaps you don't think as much about the Holy Spirit as you do the other two persons of the Trinity. But we have two very Spirit-led guests tonight, Marguerite Doctor and Andrew Shopey. Marguerite is a retired Lieutenant Commander in the US Navy, serves as an OBGYN in Conyers, Georgia, is an itinerant elder in the African Methodist Episcopal Church, Reverend Dr. Doctor, which I love, serves residents of um, Lee Arendelle Correctional Facility in Alto, Georgia. And Andrew Shopey is one of our board members at Ignatius House. And he'll be leading the conversation tonight um, after Marguerite shares some of her own reflections and her own story. But first, Andrew is going to open us in prayer. Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you that we are always in your presence in this time when we reflect on the healing that takes place led by your spirit. Um, help us to be open even more than we've become accustomed to, to the joy that comes from just being in your presence of, of letting go of all of our concerns and allowing the awe of God, all of you, and Father, Son, and Holy Spirit to be overwhelming in a way that makes us smile. We pray for the leading of your Holy Spirit in this conversation, and we yield to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: As, as I reflect upon my interconnectedness with the Triune God, and specifically tonight when I focus on the person of the Holy Spirit, many encounters come to my mind, some of which are painless, some of which are very painful, yet all of them help me to shout out with joy, Romans 8, 28. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. One of my early encounters with the Holy Spirit was the day I was called to give my life to Christ. There I was in the balcony of my home church, St. John African Methodist Episcopal Church in Cleveland, Ohio. The nudging of the Holy Spirit encouraged me to walk down the steps, then to the front of the church to profess Christ as my personal savior. What a glorious day that was for me as a teenager. I was already active in a number of youth activities, the youth choir, the Usher Board, and the Young People's Division of the Missionary Society. I knew about prayer and service to the Lord. But it was that day that I connected to the Holy Spirit and changed how I pray and how I served. From that day forward, I surrendered my life to the control of the Holy Spirit and things began to change. The Holy Spirit prompted me to change my friendship circle. The Holy Spirit directed me to stop various sinful behaviors. The Holy Spirit led me to Kenyon College, then to Case Western Reserve University School of Medicine. The Holy Spirit had the nerve to change my specialty choice from sports rehabilitation medicine to obstetrics and gynecology. Then the Holy Spirit directed me to join the United States Navy upon graduation from medical school. While I was stationed at Oceanside, California, right outside of San Diego on a Marine base, the Holy Spirit directed me to this Spanish-speaking church. I could not find the church that I was originally looking for. I didn't have a GPS. The Spirit drew me inside of the Spanish-speaking church. But when I discovered that there would be no translation, I turned to leave the church, but the Holy Spirit said, stay. I sat in the service as the Spirit himself translated the sermon into English. I was blessed beyond measure, yet I could never find that church again. All of the aforementioned guidance from the Holy Spirit revealed good results that almost happened immediately. But not every direction from the Holy Spirit allowed me to see immediate good. There were times of great suffering, scrutiny, and self-doubt. One such time was, is that of my divorce. The Holy Spirit called me into 30 days of fasting and praying about my marriage. I was accustomed to fasting and praying one day per week for it had been, and it continues to be a part of my spiritual discipline, but never for 30 days. I was obedient, and it was during that time that the Holy Spirit revealed to me that my eight years of struggle would come to an end at my own hand. I was called to initiate the divorce based on my husband's adulterous behavior. I didn't know that some wounds were still open until the Holy Spirit instructed me this year in 2020 to write an obituary for my marriage that has been dissolved for over 12 years. Another spirit-led encounter that produced pain was the day I gave a Jehovah's Witness a blood transfusion. The Holy Spirit instructed me to give the order for blood in the operating room as the chief surgeon. No one in the operating room would administer the blood products, including my assistant surgeon. I had to administer the blood myself and then re-scrub to complete the surgery. I was criticized, scrutinized, and investigated for giving that blood transfusion because the patient has signed a consent form refusing blood products. I was not permitted to operate the remainder of my tour, despite favorably evaluations, favorable evaluations by five U.S. Navy board-certified OB-GYNs across the country. The decision to give that transfusion has followed me my entire career, resulting in rejections and denials. Yes, the obedience to the Holy Spirit led to stings and stains, yet I would do it all again because the Spirit led me. All things do work together for good. I later learned that the transfusion recipient professed Christ shortly after our encounter. I had told her that my God would not let me let her die. The hospital appointment denials led me to places off my radar to receive bountiful blessings and to be a blessing. I have witnessed to hundreds of women helping them navigate marital strife and or divorce. I am stronger. I am wiser and so much better because of these encounters. I choose to follow God's lead and I dance with the spirit every day. The dance may be one of celebration or one of lament. The dance of lament after the sexual abuse was transformative and heart wrenching. Yet God equipped me to care for others who were emotionally, psychologically, physically and spiritually wounded like myself. I listened as the Spirit gave me words and wisdom to facilitate healing. Because I have a radical obedience to the heart of God, I listen to the Holy Spirit. I must admit, there is great joy in that purpose. I am so grateful that the same Holy Spirit who filled Jesus and anointed him now fills me and anoints me. Blessed and praise be to our God. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening. Learn more about Ignatius House by visiting us at ignatiushouse.org or following us on social media. And be sure to subscribe to this wherever you listen to podcasts. May the blessing of God be with you always.